Are you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life, bringing you another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. As always, just thrilled to bring you the inspiring stories and people that are out there making the biggest difference in this world. I want to introduce my guest. His name is Woody Woodward. Hello, Woody. Hello, Dr. Paul. How are you? I'm doing great today, and I'm thrilled to have you with me at Live on Purpose Radio. Let me just tell our listeners a little bit about you. You're a dropout. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Woody dropped out of high school when he was 16 years old. And then he started just scrambling to do some things with his life. He became a millionaire within 10 years at age 26, and then he lost it all by 27. And uh, within five years of that, he again rebounded from, from that experience and built from scratch a $30 million mortgage and real estate firm. And Woody is now the author of several books, including uh, probably the core of those books is Millionaire Dropouts. And uh, Woody is also a filmmaker. Uh, Some of you are familiar already with with the movie Iology, which was created and produced by Woody. And uh, a success strategist, coach, professional speaker. Woody, you're doing all kinds of great things in this world. And I'm just thrilled to have you here today. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm just trying to keep up with you, Dr. Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? You've introduced me to some wonderful people as well. A a few weeks ago, well, a few months ago, actually, I did an interview here at Live on Purpose Radio with Mary Louise Eller. And you know Mary Louise. You featured her in your movie, Iology. She's amazing. And just a fantastic individual. And I've uh, had a, a correspondence or two with Stephanie Victor and hope to have her on the show as well. Um, some of the most inspiring people I know, and and you profiled these people, Team Hoyt, uh, you know, just some great stories on that Iology movie. So that's something that I think our listeners are going to be familiar with, and one reason I wanted to start off with that is our introduction. What else do you want to tell us about yourself, who you are, and what you do? Well, the main thing that I do is I love finding people who've overcome amazing obstacles and challenges and try to figure out why. And that's why I wrote Millionaire Dropouts. I read over a thousand biographies of who's who's, of um, you know, professional athletes, politicians, people who had zero education who went on to become household names, like Henry mm-hmm. Ford, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney, Madam C.J. Walker. And what I do now is I've taken all that research and I've interviewed thousands of people and I've developed something I call the law of importance, which basically states that all human behavior is governed by what makes someone feel important, which really is your emotional fingerprint. So what I do now is I help people understand what their emotional fingerprint is and how that determines whether they fail or succeed in life. Uh Uh-huh. Now, this is an interesting concept, the emotional fingerprint. 
when I think about fingerprints, everybody has a unique fingerprint. They can use fingerprints to, to identify individuals because no two are the same. And so that's exactly the same with emotions. We have an emotional fingerprint that is so custom and unique to you that nobody else has the exact same one. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about this emotional fingerprint. What goes into that? What, the way you find, discover your emotional fingerprint is you think back to a time in your life where you really felt on top of the world. We all have our good days and our bad days. They're kind of up and downs. But we have those moments where you feel absolutely incredible, centered, significant. You have a feeling of importance. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a feeling of being more important than someone else. This is not about a self-gratifying or a self-elevating purpose. But we all have those moments where you feel absolutely incredible. Think back to five to seven times where you felt that way, and you write that down on a piece of paper. So I feel on top of the world when I'm speaking in front of people, or I feel on top of the world when I'm being creative. I feel on top of the world when I'm providing for my family. Mm-hmm. And so those five to seven feelings of importance are what make up your emotional fingerprint. And from there, oh, my gosh, you can do so much with that. You, you understand your good days, your bad days, why you do what you do why you have fear in some areas and not in other areas. So it really is your custom coding to who you are. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's unique to you as an individual. Is that right? That is 100% correct. And, for example, let's say you have a feeling of importance by being on the radio, and I have a feeling of importance by being on the radio. But the way that you internalize it is completely different than the way that I internalize it. Mm-hmm. And I've, through my research, I've discovered there are about 35 universal feelings of importance. And that ranges from you know, being unique, being accepted, validated, creativity, recognition, experiencing life, a feeling of being connected to God. And it goes on and on. There's about 35. And if you take those 35, you end up with about 78,125 options of a custom emotional fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd say, well, that's 78,000. That's not, you know, 6 billion. There's 6 billion people on the earth. Well, the reality is, how you express your emotional fingerprint is what is 100% custom to you. Mm. The way that you choose to live it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's where free agency comes into play. That's where your personality, your habits, your background, nature versus nurture, that's where all that comes into play. Mm-hmm. And so, that, now this is fascinating to me, Woody, because you have you've really made a life study out of figuring out what makes people tick. And you've taken a little different course than I have. I went through the old traditional, you know, go to school and become a psychologist sort of route. And you have observed people directly and looked at their stories and interviewed them. And and maybe this is an example of what you're talking about. We've chosen to live out a similar, uh, well, what do you call the elements of the emotional fingerprint, the things that help us to feel important. Correct. Uh, We may have similarities there, but we've chosen to pursue it or to manifest it or express it in different ways. That's exactly correct. Your life and my life are very similar in that we are striving to make the world a better place. We want to contribute. We're both fascinated by human behavior. We both email people. We both talk on the radio. We both do similar things. However, you and I are completely different human beings. What makes you feel on top of the world is going to be different than what makes me feel on top of the world. You're going to vacation in different locations than I vacation in. We may read different books. We may have different friends. But as a whole, if you try to group us together, you'd say, well, they're, they're the same type of person. But in reality, they're not at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, share with us as, as we develop this, and we've got just a little bit of time here before our next commercial. Where, where do people start to find this emotional fingerprint? Well, the best way to start is to identify it in themselves. There's one website they can go to is lawofimportance.com. That's lawofimportance.com, and mm-hmm. I have them on there. It's four pages, and it's just me talking, and you can identify what makes you feel important, and you can put it into the website, and then later back you can go back and retrieve it. Mm-hmm. But you can also just do it at home. I mean, really, you can interview someone. I interview people on the bus, the train, at restaurants, complete random at parks, because I wanted <laughs> to find out really where this ticks for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you can ask yourself those questions, ask other people. Uh, Iology is a great resource as well. I mean, there's so much information that I'm putting out right now from books and magazine articles that that information is available. Wonderful. We're going to continue that as we come back from this first break. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. Morebetterbooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on morebetterbooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at morebetterbooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hit messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great, These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting. Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned to the parental power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use parental power as kind of like a reference book. So as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. So I like the variety of, of topics the variety of age groups that are addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm going to come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day. Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls. Or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org. All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site, where you can also add your own input. Let's team up to start parenting on purpose.
So, Woody, as I'm thinking through this, this emotional fingerprint, one of the questions that that pops into my mind, I like to be really practical about all this, and that is, okay, therefore what? Uh, why is this important? And as I've thought about some of the people you have highlighted through the movie Iology, especially, the thing that inspires me the most about all these people is that they have overcome obstacles or adversity or tremendous odds to rise to a level of success. And I think what I'm understanding from you is that it's important to understand your own emotional fingerprint in order to do that, in order to overcome the challenges and the obstacles that are out there in this world. You're exactly correct. The thing that bothers me the most when I'm in a group of people and someone's talking, it's that excuse marathon they go into. Well, I can't. I don't have enough money. I wasn't born to the right family. I don't have the right contacts. I don't have the right this, this, and this. Um, it's, you know, it's I, I, one of the wonderful people from the movie, Jonathan Sprinkles, talks about, get off your butt. Get off your B-U-T. I would but. I could but. And they always give that excuse. And I always tell them, you give me your problem, and I'll give you a biography of someone who overcame the exact same obstacle. Mm-hmm. So what blew my mind in all this of researching human behaviors, how can somebody, dirt poor, uneducated, um, growing up in complete poverty by a single mother, become the president of the United States? Well, it's Abraham Lincoln. You know, what was it about his emotional fingerprint? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people who grow up in the south of the Bronx who become successful. The first African a millionaire, uh, African female millionaire was a dropout, Madam C.J. Walker. And so how is that possible? Well, it's possible because of their emotional fingerprint. So your question, you know, where does this apply to my life? How is it applicable? It's everything to you. Because your failure and your success in life is 100% determined by your emotional fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part that I want people to understand the most, and if they are at home or in the car, listen to this later, I want you to take out a piece of paper, and I want you to draw an upside-down T. So you've got a line going left to right, and in the center, you have a line going vertically. At the top of that line vertically, draw like a little arrowhead, and this becomes a pendulum left to right. Now, your emotional fingerprint is basically at the top of that. Regardless of what makes you feel important, let's say uh, acceptance makes you feel important. If that is going to the left, which represents external, meaning it takes somebody else or you know, people, place, or things to feel accepted, then that's external. That means it's out of your control. That's the negative side of this life. If you take that same feeling of importance of acceptance, then you go to the right, which is internal, meaning you are in control, you're accepting yourself, you're validating yourself for who you are, you have complete control. So your emotional fingerprint is within your grasp. That is what allows someone to overcome challenges. It's what allows someone to overcome complete obstacles, like many of the people in the film biology, they were getting that emotional fingerprint met internally. So when mm-hmm. they went to go ask for the cell and their job and they got rejected 100 times, they kept going forward. It's what gives people courage. It's what allows them to break through fear. All that comes down to how they get that emotional fingerprint met, either internally or externally. Mm-hmm. Now, we probably ought to talk a little bit more about that. And I, I'm glad you took it that direction, Woody, because there are so many ways to fulfill this innate need that you have to feel important. And if you're always relying on other people or external circumstances, 
it's going to take you a very different direction in life than if you are, as you said, internal. Absolutely. I like to take the freeway as an example. Let's say if you're in Utah, you're on the I-15. If you're in California or Seattle, you're on the I-5. If you're on that road and all of a sudden you come to an interchange and you exit that road, you take that road out 15 minutes and you, in, you absolutely uh, are relocated to a different area versus mm-hmm. had you stayed on that road forever. So right. when we go to internal and external, we're exiting where our life purpose is supposed to go. So mm-hmm. when we're being validated externally and we're trying to seek that validation, now just for the record, people, most of this is subconscious. I mean, you don't realize you're doing it, and so therefore you're not in control. My desire is to help people to live consciously and to live internally. Therefore, you can get what you want with an absolute navigation roadmap, and you'll get to your destination. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this is a, a little hard to do. I, it, it can be. It comes down to a choice. I think you'd agree with me about that. But it, you can develop habits of constantly seeking your validation externally, which can get you kind of stuck. And can, The thing, I heard once a quote, and I loved it. I don't know who said it, but the difference between a rut and a grave is the depth of the hole. Yeah, depth and distance, so, right? You know, you get in that emotional grave. I don't believe, personally, and to be honest, I don't believe things are hard. I don't believe change is hard. I mean, we change our underwear every day. We change the way we brush our teeth. We change the foods we eat. We change the cars we drive in. We change our friends. We change our homes. Change is absolutely easy. We do it constantly. What happens is we do it so subconsciously that that's where our mistake becomes. So waking up is the only hard part. As soon as you're awake, it's very easy to make good decisions. Hmm. Interesting theory. So what, what would you say to all these people who feel like they're stuck? Well, it's very simple. I would have them, and I do this with my clients all the time, I have them write down their five to seven feelings of importance, mm-hmm. what makes them feel important, and then I have them write down five different things on each feeling that they can do by themselves for themselves. A thing I have is for you, by you, F-U-B-U, for you, by you. So what mm-hmm. you can do is, let's say you have a feeling of importance of creativity. It makes you feel important to be in a creative atmosphere or painting or drawing. If you're being external with that, that means you want to have people validate your art. You want people to validate your music or whatever it is that you express yourself creatively. Well, if you're internal, you're saying, okay, I know I'm a good artist. I know my songs are good. And so you're going to do five things. Maybe it's write music. Maybe it's paint. Maybe it's give it to charity. You're giving something away. But you're in complete control of that feeling. Another way to prove this point and how it works so well is that our mind does not know the difference between reality and fantasy. Meaning, if you're in a dream and you're sound asleep, and we've all had this experience where you feel it is so real, and you just absolutely, your, your body, you wake up, you're, you're sweating, your heart's racing, mm-hmm. but you're asleep. Mm-hmm. You're in the fantasy world. So when you bring yourself to that conscious reality world and you seek to get it met internally, you get that result. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. fake it. It's a real feeling. You can't be in two places simultaneously. If, if you're listening to it right now and you look right in front of you, wherever you're looking, look directly in front of you, you cannot see the wall or the images behind you. It's a law of physics. Mm-hmm. So I don't go for excuses. I don't let people say, well, it's too hard. Really? It's not. You need to wake up. 
if you're looking in one direction, you can't see the other direction. So if you're looking at being internal and you're focusing on internal, it's physically impossible to feel the external world. And that is why people without any resources become successful. That's, that's wonderful. And I'm glad you're focusing on the control element. What is it that you control? What can you do that doesn't depend on anyone or anything else? This is great. We're going to come back to this conversation in just a minute. Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Ever lost your car keys, your iPod, a remote control, or even your wallet? How often do you have to search for things that you lost? At one point in time, you put something somewhere, and now you don't remember where it was. The frustrating aspect of this common annoyance lies in the fact that you yourself can't remember where you put it. There is a new idea that is taking shape with the intention to end this problem. Yasuo Kuniyoshi has created a pair of eyeglasses that records everything you see. By appearances, these glasses are normal prescription glasses. But when you lose something, you no longer have to search for it. You just push rewind on your video glasses and watch for the missing items. But that is not all. These glasses have intelligent software that allows them to remember objects. You can look at your wallet with your glasses and say, wallet. The software will remember that this is your wallet and if you ever need to find your wallet you simply say to the glasses when did I last see my wallet? They will go back in the video recordings and show you the last time you saw your wallet. Congratulations Yasuo Kuniyoshi on a visionary idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea. Wouldn't you like to know? You probably can't bear it, so I guess I have to share it. I thought of it a moment In a time of drastic change, it is the learners who inherit the future. The learned usually find themselves equipped to live in a world that no longer exists. Eric Hoffer. So what do you control? What can you do for yourself, by yourself, you know, Woody, uh, it brought to mind a conversation that I had recently with a fellow who was really frustrated because he couldn't find a job. And this is this is a common situation for a lot of folks, right? Mm-hmm. So as I was talking to him, I said, well, why don't you go? Why don't you go work? And he came back to, well, because I can't find a job. And I pushed him a little bit farther and I said, well, what if? What if you were to just go work full-time this week? Ah, but I don't have a job. See, he was going back to the external 
somebody has to structure this for me in order for me to do it. And as I worked with him on that and, and helped him to see that he was depressed because he wasn't working. And he was yeah. blaming all of these would-be employers out there for his misery. Uh, he made a shift in his mind. And he committed to work full-time for, for the next week. So he went out there and he started looking for ways to create value for people. He started focusing on what am I going to do if somebody else isn't telling me what to do? You know, and it made it just made a world of difference as he started to to internalize that principle of work and absolutely not, just not relying on the external world to provide it. I love Viktor Frankl. You yeah. know, Man's Search for Meaning yeah. or Man's Search for Happiness. Um, his book is absolutely amazing. Man's Search for Meaning. What yes. he did, a couple quotes here I want to read that are amazing. He said. We who live in the concentration camps can remember the men who walk through the huts, comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of, of all human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Uh, the second quote, fundamentally, therefore, any man can, under such, under such circumstances, decide what, and I love the word there, decide what shall come of him, mentally and spiritually. He may retain his human dignity even in a concentration camp. And that, I mean, his whole life, that book, Man's Search for Meaning, proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that, yes, you have the ability in any circumstance and in any environment to choose how you live, how you get your emotional fingerprint validated. Mm-hmm. What a powerful statement coming from him. In, oh, yeah. In any given set of circumstances. And how many of us have anything that's going to compare to his package? None of, none of us. None of us alive today can even comprehend what they went through. Mm. And in his book, he talks about how the people who died in the camp before going to the gas chambers, they just died because they gave up. They fell victim to the external circumstances. Those who still had hope, those who still believed that they were free— even as prisoners in that camp, survived and lived and got through it. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, it's, it's interesting to watch how people structure, create their own existence. And, yeah. and the circumstances just don't matter all that much. They don't. Success is your fault, and failure is your fault. And I say that you know, kind of tongue-in-cheek, but the reality mm -hmm. is, it's your responsibility. You are in control. If you fail or you succeed, it is your, your fault, your success, your accountability. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you, if you will accept that, it's, it's that example that I've shared dozens of times before about driving. You know, and if you look up and you find that you've missed your exit and you're not where you want to be, and you look around yourself and you think, this isn't where I planned on being, this is not what I want, well, look down and whose hands are on the wheel? Exactly. Who's driving that car? That's the bad news and the good news. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's actually all good news because it makes you the driver of your destination. Exactly. And if your hands are on the wheel, steer. <laughs> put it in reverse. Get off. Ask for directions. Find someone. You know, put in a new navigation. Yes. I, love the, I love the quote you put in the email to everyone today. Mm. I prefer the pain of hard work to the pain of regret. Mm. Oh, that is so true. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> It's going to be hard either way. Yeah. So pick your but, hard. 
let's face it, people don't understand. They look at someone like yourself, someone like myself, someone who's you know, made it, has been successful, and think, oh, they must have it so easy. Oh, that's just so good for them. Oh, their life is easy. Let me tell you from personal experience, I coach a lot of people who make seven figures more a year. Their lives are not easy. No. They have just learned how to maneuver that, that pain and that challenge to make it profitable for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been pretty fond lately of a condition that I call the special case syndrome. <laughs> and, I don't know what that means, but I know where you're going with it, and I love it. <laughs> well, isn't it true we all, deep down inside, somewhere, we all kind of believe that we're a special case. <laughs> and, well, that's, that's that emotional thing for it. We all feel we're unique. Which we are. Yeah, well, we are, and that's the truth of it. But that doesn't make us a special case. It's like that line from, oh, what was it? I think it was The Incredibles, where, uh, where they kind of made a joke out of this. Um, you're special, just like everybody else. <laughs> you know, and yep. we're not really a special case. It's like you were saying earlier, Woody. You know, some some people will come to you and present with a circumstance or a case. Or, or a context of their life that they feel is truly unique, and then they blame that for their misery. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, you know what? I could give you a biography of two or three people who have overcome very similar things. I, I don't know anybody on this planet who's only done one thing and no one else has done that same thing. Yeah. Well, and... It, I Okay. I'm going to grant to some of you guys who are out there listening and thinking, oh, yeah, but my case is really... Uh, okay. Yes, there are unique factors in everyone's life. And no one has exactly the same package as someone else. But the point is, whatever it is that you're facing, similar or like things have been faced by hundreds, thousands, probably millions of other people. At some point. Okay, Dr. Bob, I've got a, a new thought here. What you just said, I agree 100% with. There's going to be someone who's listening who's deeply hurt in their life, and I know you and I are not showing any disrespect to them, Mm-mm. but I agree with that. There are those people. But let me put it this way. The solution to whatever problem you have is the same as the solution to anyone else. Well, the so principles you, are absolutely you, consistent. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you may be unique in the fact that you're... Yeah, your dad was different than someone else's dad. But the way out is the same way out for everybody else. Those principles of letting go, taking control, being internal, and designing the life you want. Mm -hmm. That's right. And like Viktor Frankl said, that you can choose your attitude. I love the way he called that the last of human freedoms to choose your attitude in any given set of circumstances. At the end of the day, when everything else is lost, when everything else is taken away from you, that's your last freedom. That is the last of human freedoms, to choose your attitude. And to be internal, like you're saying, Woody, if you can get that internal focus, wow, it changes everything. And the whole world starts to change around you. Well, for those who are listening right now, think of a challenge in your life that you overcame in your past. We all have it. I mean, mm-hmm. every one of us, even my eight-year-old son, has a challenge that he's already overcome. We'll be right so back think- to finish that thought in just a okay. second. 
If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in the 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single day intensive speed reading workshop that will at least double your reading speed, guaranteed. This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, oh, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read. And uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. This is David Henry, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems, reading at the speed of imagination. Thank you for joining me for the Live on Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. Okay, Woody. We've got a few minutes to wrap this up, and we kind of steamrollered your story with the bumper music on that last break, but you were telling us a little bit about your 8-year-old son. Finish that off for us. I'll finish this real quick. All of us have a challenge that we have overcome in our life, regardless of what it is, regardless of your age. Every one of us have had something that was very hard, and in the moment we thought we will never pull this off, and we pulled it off. For those of you who are listening, think back to that example. What was it that allowed you to overcome that challenge? And without you telling me, I can guarantee you it was you being internal. If it was you going through divorce, if it was you overcoming bankruptcy, if it was you dealing with a bully in school, you finally overcame that challenge because of something you did either mentally, internally, or physically internally. I would, I would agree with that 100%. And I've heard a lot of people talk about their challenges. You know, this is how I've structured my whole career. Just talking to people about these packages. And as they go internal and and grab something that they and they alone can control and claim regardless of their circumstances. It just brings us a sense of peace and well-being and happiness and joy into life that they really don't get as long as they're relying on those external validations. Absolutely. You know what? I, th- I had another thought as you were talking about that. It's, it's a really healthy exercise to go back into your experience and see the times when you have succeeded. When, like you opened this whole sh- 
uh, show today, Woody, by saying, well, when are those times when you felt on top of the world, when just everything was clicking for you? And start to notice what it was about those times that made it work. You know, one of my basic philosophies in life is do more of what works and less of what doesn't. Yeah, that's a great one. That's profound, isn't it? Yeah, you know, the simplest things are profound. <laughs> and as you do this little uh, inventory, though, it's interesting also that everything you're facing, I just did last night, I did a, a conference call for my uh, for my online coaching clients. I, I do a program called Facing Your Giants, where we're just working through getting over some of these difficult parts in life. And one of the first things that you do is to realize what it is you're comparing your challenge to. The giants aren't absolute. They're always compared to something smaller. And if you, if you can start to see, well, okay, well, there's bigger things out there too, and compare your giant to that, and then it starts to shrink a little bit. And I think, I this, think you know, I was just one other thought about that. Um, I think that's one of the things that's so inspiring about your movie. Here are some people whose stories are arguably significant, you know, compared to just the run-of-the-mill experience that people have. Now, everyone's experience is unique. But here are some examples of people who have overcome just tremendous odds by any measure. And that is inspiring. Well, thank, thank you. Uh, your comment made me think of a, a simple saying that a man cannot climb a smooth mountain. If you have a mountain and it's completely smooth, you can't get up it. It's those little rocks, those crevices that you can grab onto, you hold onto, and that's how we get on top of our mountains. Mm -hmm. When we focus on being internal, you can't focus on the external world, so therefore you do get more of what is working for you versus less of what's not working for you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Take hold. Grab onto life. It's just a, it's an amazing adventure, and that perspective, and and being able to come from a place of internal motivation, wow, powerful stuff. One of the most universal ways to be internal, regardless of what your feeling of importance is, is gratitude, mm. because your mind can't focus on two things at once. And here's a how much time do we have left, Doctor Paul? We've got about three minutes left. Okay, here's a great exercise anyone can do anytime, anywhere. Take out your index finger, focus on your index finger. Stare only at your fingerprint on your index finger. As you're looking at your index finger, focusing on the, the dimples, the cracks, the crevices, while you're focusing on your finger, try to see the color green in your mind. While only focusing on your finger, looking at the bumps of your finger, focusing 100% of your attention only on your finger, try to see the color green in your mind. You cannot do it. Your mind does not have picture-in-picture. Picture. It does not have split-screen. Now, it can rapidly go back and forth, but if you're spending 100% of your attention on one thing, you cannot feel or see anything else. I had an experience with my young son, uh, who was six years old, came crying into the room, Daddy, Daddy, and he started bawling. You know, it's nighttime, he's scared, and he sat on the bed, and he started crying. I said, okay, tell me what your favorite toy is. You know, what's your favorite toy? Of all your toys that you have, what's your favorite? So we started talking about that. Well, what's your favorite Hot Wheel? I know you have a lot of Hot Wheels. Which one's your favorite, your absolute fastest, most favorite one? So we started talking about that. And then I said, well, how are you feeling? Well, I feel pretty good. Are you ready to go back to bed? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go back to bed. Love it. Good night. <laughs> Never once talked to him about his fear, but I had him instantly focus on 
his happiness. And that mm-hmm. other fear completely went away, wasn't a discussion, because you cannot focus on two things at the same time. It's no longer an issue. It isn't. You know what, back in my psychology classes, there's, and many of you have seen this, I'm sure, there's a picture that we use in our perception classes that is either an old woman or a young woman. Depending. Yeah, that's in the movie as well. If, oh, that's right. You've got it in your movie. This is a yep. classic example of how your mind can switch back and forth, and sometimes very rapidly. You can see both of them, but not at the same time. So true. The perception conflicts with the other one. and so We choose how we want to live, mm-hmm. and we act according to how we choose. So if you are unhappy, you have chosen to be unhappy. As hard as that reality pill may be to swallow, you have chosen to be unhappy. It is oh. simply a choice to be happy. Woody, you and I get fired for telling people that. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that's the key. Boy, when you grab onto that, that's looking down and seeing your own hands on the wheel. And as much as that bites, that is the only thing that's going to give you the power to steer it, to take it somewhere else. And so what an essential truth that is, I think. Well, I'm sure in your practice, you have people all the time tell you, oh, I just feel out of control. I just feel like I have no control. Yeah, sure. Well, reality is you do have 100% control. You may not have control of the economy. You may not have control of your spouse or your children. But mm-hmm. you have 100% control of how you respond to them. That's right. What you're going to do with it. Woody, this has been a fantastic conversation. I'm, I'm so grateful that you've been here today. You're going to come into town next week. I know we're doing this as a time-shifted podcast, so listeners, I don't know when you're even hearing this, but if you're hearing it before July 29th, that's a Wednesday, Woody, you're going to be here in Utah doing an event. Um, do you want to say a few things about that? Yeah, I would love for you guys to come. I'm going to identify your emotional thing for life. I'll give you the tools that you can take home and do it with your business partners, your spouses, your children. It is July 29th at 6.30 p.m. in Sandy at the Larry H. Miller Complex campus. Mm -hmm. The best place to go to register is alivewithwoody.com, alivewithwoody.com. And please, on there it says referred by, please put Dr. Paul. I want to make sure he gets credit for you guys coming. It is a free event. It'll be an hour and a half long, and I would love to have you there. And I'm going to be there as well. Uh, excited to hear what you have to say, Woody. I've, I've enjoyed getting to know the way you think because it's very similar to the way I think. You're taking a little different approach at it, and that is so refreshing, but it's helping a lot of people. So, folks, if you want to join us next week, I will put a link on uh, liveonpurposeradio.com so that you can quickly just click through to that registration site And we would love to have as many of you who would like to be with us and are within reach of Salt Lake City come on out and see us. Other than that, though, Woody, you've got a couple of other websites that we can send people to to learn more about the Law of Importance, the Iology movie. Where would you send them first? Uh, Law of Importance, if you want to understand your emotional fingerprint, is lawofimportance.com. That's lawofimportance.com. I'm sure that you will put a link up on the site for the movie. But they can also go to iologymovie.com. But... If you're going to buy it, I prefer you buy it through Dr. Paul. He gets credit for it, so they'll have a link on the website. But you can get more information at iologymovie.com. Wonderful. We'll make sure all those links are available to all of you listeners. We're so grateful 
uh, Woody, to have you with us here today. I'm going to give you 20 seconds for the last word. Last word is this. As long as you go within, you will never go without. I mean, one of my first clients said that to me. As soon as you go within, you will never go without. So be internal, get your life in order, and take control. Well said. Everybody go out there and live on purpose. We'll catch you on our next episode.